Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now welcome to super movie brothers let's start the show Welcome, patrons, to our holiday special Patreon episode. We're going to do a top five for you guys. We're going to be doing the top five movies released on Christmas Day. You guys have no idea how fucking hard it is to get Jay to come over and sit down and do a Patreon episode. I'm sorry for putting up the poor quality of those old movie cocktails. I needed to put something up. I can't get anybody to sit in this fucking chair with me. And no one wants to hear me rant and ramble for fucking 30 minutes to an hour on absolutely nothing. Of course we do. No. No one wants that. I don't even want to do that. That's I, I extreme. Want that, I don't even want to edit that. that I want us so to boring. have our own self-help group and just like talk about our miserable lives <laughs> for a whole hour. My life's not John. miserable. I'm just a miserable person. There's a difference. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Perspective. It's our, perspective, our, our perspective on our lives, which sounds miserable, but it's really not. It's not bad. Yeah, I hope you get the job. We uh, will see. I hope you get the job at the local brewery being a bartender because then we it's get It's Broken to, Goblin, everybody. Yeah. Everybody knows what we're talking about, probably. Because then we yes. get to do live shows I, again. I, I, I want to do live shows there. We're I don't care to do what I do. Shows. I just want to do a part-time job there, whether it be bartending, I hopefully, or bouncer work or whatever miscellaneous bullshit <laughs> they want me to do i don't know you can't do bouncer work you i don't got, know you i'm got, six eight i can get away with it you got beat up by a five foot nine guy on <laughs> on thanksgiving <laughs> it was the socks everybody it was it was, the socks. It was, it was the fucking Jay, i was socks. wearing slippers and the keyword in there is slip. they were as grippies on the bottom of those slippers <laughs> If I saw if I saw you as the bouncer at the bar and you were throwing me out, I'm just gonna kick a fucking kneecap and watch you go down. Like, well, okay. Tall guys fall hard. I'll, I'll teach you. I'll teach you how to run. You can teach me how to do kung fu. It's not kung fu. Taekwondo, whatever it's the fuck it is. Not even taekwondo. Whatever you did. It's basic human anatomy. Make things bend in the opposite way that they're supposed to. <laughs> that hurts. All right. Uh, <laughs> But I mean, we're getting we're getting into Christmas and stuff, so it's good that you're not starting a new relationship, right? I that's, think that's a positive because yes, you're broke and you can't afford any extra. True, true. <laughs> Christmas, Jake, Jake, <laughs> you're an uncle and a step uncle at that. Amazon gift cards or 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 uh, what's well, five below? Yeah. Five below is huge, dude. Five below has been huge, huge. for shopping for love Logan. it because like, love it. A lot of the shit she likes, like Disney Dorables, which are like little blind package collectibles. She they sell there at five below. She likes Shopkins, sold there at five dude. below. She likes DC superhero Kids girls and single digits toys. Five below, they five live below. there. Yeah, oh, it's perfect, perfect. Kids up to like 
13, five below. Fuck it. I don't care. It, but, it, but I did splurge. Like, the, you know, I, for the two girls, I got like a little karaoke machine, you know, little portable one. Looks all glittery and pretty and all that bullshit. The other one, I got this really like weird, like, it almost looks like a dog bed. <laughs> It's like a it's like a plush pink lounge kind of thing, like a couch on, oh, like on the Lo- floor, on the floor, you know. Like Logan used to have, till she punched so much piss and farts <laughs> into it that we had to throw it away. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and then uh, the little boy, he, he's he's got, he's gotten into golf, so I got him like one of those little putting mats, you know, you could put in the basement, you know, you could just a little practice putting thing, you know. I don't see. So, I'm so, breaking them in early. Yeah, yeah. yeah so you, seven years old. Don't don't say you're breaking in a seven year old. That sounds like you're grooming them for something else. You disgusting guy. Oh, we never. <laughs> but yeah, Christmas is a tough time for me. I've talked about it on the main show a little bit. Um, it's it's not it's it's not a tough time for like any other reason other than I'm not a Scrooge. I just don't get into it the way other people do especially like my wife my wife fucking loves christmas this is yeah. her time of fucking year i like i went all only out. two days for me dude christmas eve that's and christmas it. day that's the only two days i'm into it, it. like i, I just that's I, it i just spent the weekend like wrapping gifts like most of the day on sunday i hate wrapping gifts i'm no. not, i'm not good at it but i feel it's important that if you buy the gift you should be the one that wraps it dude i'm looking at your gifts they look good Mine are a lot worse. Trust me. <laughs> I I just like I I don't you know f- buying gift uh, buying a gift for you was easy because it's somewhat of a gag gift, right? I I bought a gift for <laughs> I bought a gift for for Justin and it's it's kind of like a gag gift. It's something easy to give and stuff like that. But I I try to make them personal in some sort of way. But buying for your significant other, especially like Lauren, it's tough to buy for Lauren because she doesn't tell you what she wants, right? And then when you ask, she's like, "Well, you know what I like," and it's like, "Yeah, I do know what you like." But then you go out and buy your own jewelry, ninety nine percent of the time. This so is when like, when something pops up throughout the year, you just jot it in your notes in your I, phone or something like that, so you can rem- like I, I try to remember things, but like it, some of it is just it's just kind of like it, it's kind of dumb, honestly. Like, it's like, where it's like I understand why she may want it, but like in my mind, I'm like that's that's dumb. I don't think that's a good gift. Like I want to give her something as personal as like I would give my friends and stuff like that. But I, yeah, I I get that. The personal, sometimes the personal gift I got for Lauren. The the like like the type of gift that I knew that she would love, I didn't even wrap. It was a Funko Pop Harry Potter advent calendar. And every day from December first leading up to Christmas Eve, you open up a a different panel because it's an advent calendar. Like right. you used to do with candy and stuff like that. And it's a different mini Funko Pop vinyl of a Harry Potter character in it. And she went nuts for that. And I was like, that's perfect because I, I cool. now no matter what I do, at least I got that for her. At yes. least I got that for her, and I got her like, I get, I get her like little things here and there. Like uh, that's that that's more special to me is like when I go to a store and I see something and it's like I know Lauren would love that. I'm grabbing that right. It's now. all that matters. Exactly. That's more special to me than like right. the pressure of like, all right, I gotta get these gifts. They gotta be good. You know, right. she's gonna have to. Doesn't love. matter how much they are right. or like what it is. It's as long as you know that she's going to enjoy it and like it. It's all that matters. And then I feel bad because I'm so bad at getting gifts. Like people give me mm. a gift and I was just like, cool. Thanks. 
yeah. and it's like i may love the gift but that's my reaction and then like i feel bad because yeah. i have to look at like the disappointment on their face because it's like it's like no no i really love it and then by that point you, it already sounds like you're backpedaling and you're lying yeah. like you're like no no i really no yeah, I, really I, love I, it. I swear i love it i don't know how you correct that i mean dave you, you just don't gotta... i just i just just go cool thanks and then i leave it at that <laughs> <laughs> I, I skip the awkwardness. Uh, I just like fast forward through. I just let the awkwardness hang, yeah. and then I get and then I get over it, and then I move on. And I just start handing people gifts to shut them up. I'm like, here, take this. This is for you. Don't you love it? Yeah, I, I like you are you, you are very blatant like that. It's funny because I think you know when we exchange gifts at your your parents' house on Christmas Eve, um, it's 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 kind of funny like that. Like here, here's your gift. <laughs> Jay, I got you. I got <laughs> it's you. It's just like really straight face, like moving on. I mean, your your, and, your gift is sitting right next to us, right. but in that in that box that's there, Jay, is a masturbatory tool for you. <laughs> <laughs> is it is it uh, safe for the party to open up? <laughs> Questionable. Depends on your reaction. If you if you oh, dro- if okay. you drop trowel and start masturbating right there, oh, oh, then well. oof. No, it's not safe. I mean, if it's a fleshlight, I might, you, you know, uh, might experiment. There are children there <laughs> and dogs. You don't need one That's of the dogs true. helping you reach climax. <laughs> You'll never be invited back to Christmas Eve again if that, if that happens. Oh, <laughs> especially, that's true. And plus, especially if you have one of my dad's drinks, you're, you're, you're not even. Gonna, I will be. I have to. I have to. Then you're it's, not going to be. Then you're not going to be able to climax. That's true. <laughs> I'd my, be lucky to keep it up. Yeah, my dad's throughout, my dad's you know, drink is instant whiskey dick. At least sir. at least until her, you know, climax. Not my maybe not mine, but hers. I'll be um, happy when Christmas is over. Jay, you ready to get into this top five, man? I am. All right, man. We're doing the top five. Our top five. Our favorite movies that have been released on Christmas Day. So why don't you go first, man? Grumpy old men. Why don't you do the world a favor and pull your lip over your head and swallow? <laughs> Idiot. Eat my shorts. I somehow I knew this was gonna be on your list. I saw that on oh, I baby. saw that on some lists and then I, I I had to cross-reference all of these because some of them I found was not actually released on Christmas Day. They were released like the Friday before Christmas or or like it was the twenty sixth and it was the well, Friday after Christmas and I, I don't count those. Uh, well, it had to be released. Well, the release well, had to be the twenty sixth. I didn't I didn't I did not fact check like that in depth. So I hope all mine qualified. I don't I don't know. I really don't know. Grumpy I mean, old man qualifies. I already fact okay. checked that one. So. Well why grumpy old men? I man? mean, come on, this thing is a fucking treasure. Pull your lip over your head and swallow. Jack Lemon. <laughs> I got Walter gallstones the size of softballs. M- I mean, the, the, these guys, you know, gosh, this movie and the sequel is just utter brilliance. And, and so much joy and enjoyment watching this movie. You're it's forgetting, so rewatchable. You're forgetting Burgess Meredith. Come on, I want to lay Oh, gosh, yeah. I really lick your dicky. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's so good. And, it's- you know... You know, Ozzy Davis is in it. Daryl Hannah, God, she's gorgeous always. And, and you know, Kevin Pollock. Oh, gosh. It's and, 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 and Margaret was a great foil. You know, the, the, the woman that they were both seeking after and, and trying to uh, woo and, and and go. But I love it because <laughs> it's just, it's just like a lifelong feud. And you just know these kind of guys. You, at least when you're younger, like you can kind of like, I feel like when I was younger, I knew guys like that more than I do now. Yeah. You know, because I. When, I don't know if it's perspective. Well, we don't live in northern Michigan, Jay. So, well, that's true. <laughs> that's true. But I feel like I knew that type of older man. Yeah, because your grandfather hung out with them. Probably. <laughs> yeah. That's, I guess I hung around older folks. 
because yeah. I was so. My, I mean, my grandfather's died a while back, so maybe that's why. Like when I when they were around, I was hanging out with them and their their friends and stuff like that. And did they call that each other of, putts? <laughs> yes, putts. Putts is a word. You putts. <laughs> I kind of use it every once in a while yeah. too. Yeah, it's just extremely charming. I think so why this fun. why this is great is because you know it's Walter Matthau and Jack Lemmon who historic have have a long history together in in cinema and mm-hmm. and playing off of each other. So you you got them together to do a movie with years of of back catalog for them to work off of. They have a strong relationship together and it really played out here. They really know how to give it to each other and sell it. Oh yeah. Um, and it, it also sold to like an older crowd too, where it was funny for, for kids like us, but it was also great for our parents and even more so probably our grandparents who remembered them as big stars back in the day. And and, and sure. that's what it was. All the older people that came in were big stars. So no, and, absolutely. And even, you know, grumpy year old man is it's just as fun, you know. It's a lot uh, of I, I really only like the first one. The second one's just a well, repeat it, formula. It, it's it, yeah. Uh, but it is, but I, I still enjoy and it. And I love how everything revolves around like fishing right like like it, sure because because that's what an old man does when he retires he just wants to go to the fishing hole and, <laughs> fucking right. fish and, and catch catfish hunter <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> the infamous catfish uh so jay my number five is will you help us galaxy quest stay tuned for scenes from next week's galaxy quest never give up never surrender he will save us <laughs> Dude, this movie is hilarious. It is filled with meta jokes, man. It is just a love letter to Trekkies and to geek fandom and, you know, like the way Comic-Cons used to be, like like when people would go to like just, you know, seedy hotels or like the conference room of some hotel and there was like, you know, the cast of this of this TV show signing and then you got these people, those people, and it was all just about meeting the people who were involved in it. And Alan Rickman is fantastic in this movie. I fucking love Alan Rickman here. And Tim Allen's like serviceable, but he plays the William Shatner character so well. And it, it's just I absolutely love this movie. This movie cracks me the fuck up. It's like if you took the cast of the original Star Trek series, put them on a real starship, and asked them to actually do what they used to do as actors. And yeah, it's did it's it's one of my favorite like meta joke movies, and it awesome. still still holds up to this day. One hundred percent still holds up to this day. And if anyone hasn't seen Galaxy Quest because they think it looks stupid or cheesy, it is stupid and it is <laughs> cheesy and it's amazing for it. That's why it should be on your list. This came out on Christmas Day, Jay. Oh, Jay, what's your number four? The Wolf of Wall Street. I've been a rich man and I have been a poor man. And I choose rich every fucking time. Because at least as a rich man, when I have to face my problems, I show up in the back of a limo wearing a $2,000 suit and a $40,000 gold fucking watch. Now, if anyone here thinks I'm superficial or materialistic, go get a job at fucking McDonald's because that's where you fucking belong. But before you depart this room full of winners... I want you to take a good look at the person next to you. Go on. Because sometime in the not-so-distant future, you're going to be pulling up to a red light and you beat up old fucking Pinot, and that person's going to be pulling up right alongside you in that brand-new Porsche. 
with her beautiful wife by their side who's got big voluptuous tits. <laughs> and who are you gonna be sitting next to? Some disgusting wildebeest with three days of razor stubble and a sleeveless muumu crammed in next to you in a car load full of groceries from the fucking price club. That's who you're gonna be sitting next to. Martin Scorsese's yeah. uh, epic, latest epic, I guess you can say. Um, this has it, it, uh, an insane cast, all game to play, all ready to deliver, and it's based on a true story, and it's just three hours of insanity and energy and fun and intrigue because like you know see for me it's a weird world for me i felt this movie lost it uh, like it was it was it was but lost it then redeemed itself kind of thing no, it, or? Was, it was great up until the ludes like right after the ludes the film kind of falls off a little bit yeah okay i i can give you that i can give you that it kind of does a little bit because um, this drug fueled adventure reaches its peak right there, and that's a moment like the first time you see that movie, you are dying laughing watching the Quaalude scene. Oh gosh, <laughs> you're dying. Yeah, it, it's it's absolutely hilarious. Like, how they pull that off on screen is is just like is I know crazy. everybody was like sucking Leo's dick for the Revenant and stuff, and how much he grunted oh, yeah. in that movie. I think it, it was. It's more of an acting feat to to play like you're on Quaaludes like he did there, which it was amazing. But also not just Quaaludes, but like all the other drugs and all the other oh, yeah. things, like and all the little nuances to it. But also, um, again, he's playing a real guy, you know, and and he's still quite young. And this was a real thing and a real story. And his dynamic between his kids, his coworkers, his fucking wife, play, you know. Margot Robbie just bursted on the scene from this movie. I mean, her casting on this just made her career. Yeah, that's not what you were interested in, though, is it? <laughs> well, she does look... It was that look, ass. <laughs> look, she's a gorgeous girl. She's one of the most beautiful women out there ever. Um, uh, but And then Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill just really doing a smoking hot job. I mean, this is like hamming it up, but at the same time, really delivering a great performance, too, at the same time, because it's crazy but believable donnie is a closeted jewish Ooh. guy who, who he's a closet gay jewish man who married his second cousin <laughs> it's fucking nuts dude it's nuts i mean matthew mcconaughey is whatever i don't really care but kyle chandler matthew mcconaughey is a blip in this movie he's a blip he yeah. doesn't even count really but like kyle chandler is great obviously he's an agent fucking fbi agent Perfect, right? Great casting. Um, John Barenthal playing a scuzzy guy. Perfect casting. Yeah. Come on. I mean, the movie is just a lot of fun. I really do enjoy it. Um, obviously, I'm pretty sure most of you haven't or have seen this, but yeah, it was have it not, was on Netflix on. for a full year. It's you on, gotta go see this if, thing. If, if if you have cable, it's on FX on demand. Like, I'm gonna constantly. say it's worth the experience because it, it, it's an experience. It certainly movie, is. You know. Uh, I, I actually kept it off because I have another Leonardo DiCaprio movie on my list, and I didn't want Leo to be too heavily represented. And He has a lot of Christmas movies. Yeah. That's true. So, Jay, my next one is Children of Men. I can't really remember when I last had any hope, and I certainly can't remember when anyone else did either. Because really, since women stopped being able to have babies... What's left to hope for? This is... It's on my list. One of my favorite <laughs> post-apocalyptic movies 
ever. It is a sci-fi thriller that is just so perfectly it's, it's a classic it's it, it's it's an instant classic it's, it's perfectly perfect. paced and it's it's well acted and just the tone that it makes you feel and i always when i talk about this movie everyone's like you know i i don't think that the marketing for this movie did it like real justice but there's this moment where in this world babies haven't been born for years years mm, yeah. uh, so some disease is not allowing human beings to reproduce and women can't get pregnant uh and and he's tasked with basically getting this pregnant girl from point a to point b to this research facility so they can find out what it is replicate it and save the human race and at one point the entire world is falling apart it's war-torn they're in this bombed out town and they're inside this hotel apartment complex type building and she begins to give birth while the this battle is raging outside and people are fighting and dying and blood is getting spilled all around everywhere them. all around them and the baby's born and so the moment people hear the baby crying yeah, the and first, then suddenly the, the first cry happens and everybody stops like yeah. there's literally fighting in the hallways people killing each other and they stop so that he can walk by with the baby goes down the stairs and it's all one shot and it all follows over you know first in the front and then over his yeah. shoulder as he goes down the stairs he it's walks unreal. down the street he gets he gets out of the line of fire and and out of the melee and when the baby's out of earshot everyone returns to killing each other but it's just this moment of of just awe that they all had for for something that they hadn't experienced in so long. It reminded me of a story uh, in World War One when the British soldiers were on one side in their trench and the German soldiers were on their side in their trench. There's a battlefield. There's no man's land in between them. Yeah, and you can. It, it, it was Christmas Eve. And they started singing Christmas carols, right? And the Germans started singing Christmas carols back in German. And the next day, they called a one-day armistice, so that they can celebrate Christmas in their trenches in peace. And then the next day, they killed each other. Wow! On December twenty-sixth. So it's like it, it's it it's a it, it it just shows like the power that like something as small as as that can have. Yeah. Um. You know. I, the, uh, this is Alfonso Cuarón's masterpiece, uh, one of one of many uh, in my mind because he's a, a genius. And there's a lot of long takes, a lot of long there's, one takes, and 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 it's back. And it's back when Clive Owen was good. <laughs> it, yeah, yeah, and and when he was kind of like a star, you know, he's 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 still a semi star, but like you know, Hollywood was was trying to make him more of a star than he actually. Him and Gerard Butler are tied for how far they can fall. <laughs> Gerard Butler's winning. Oh, uh, I don't far, think so. And how far he can fall. Oh, well, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. But, you know, it's um, it's a beautiful movie. Um, you know, as far as like, war-driven, long, one-take shots, um, Joe Wright's atonement equals that kind of level of master mesmerizing takes that you don't know how they but pull Jay, off. But, Jay, we're not talking about atonement. We're I'm talking about saying. children of men. Jay, what is, what is your number three? It's complicated. <laughs> home sweet home. Oh, oh God. That was one crazy ride. I thought we were going to break the bed. <laughs> Having an out-of-body experience. Totally. 
You're so great, Janie. I forgot how great. Holy shit. Please just sh shut up. Oh! I just recently watched this. Literally fucking four days ago? I don't know. It was like less than a week ago. It's complicated. Is a Nancy Myers rom-com movie that is just, it hits all the right notes. The cast ensemble is perfection. Meryl Streep, Steve Martin, Alec Baldwin in this awkward, weird little trio. Um, John Krasinski, Lake Bell. I mean, there's there's just so much fun and um, quirky California, like, you know, oh, they're a divorced couple, not getting along then they fall into some kind of weird like little affair because the guy married off to a younger wife who's just nagging on him and he falls back in love with his ex-wife and she's trying to like you know fall for like this guy this is a good movie i'm sure it's this a, is a good sure rom-com movie i'm sure it's a good movie. i am a sucker for nancy myers movies uh so my number three jay is django unchained gentlemen you had my curiosity but now you have my attention. Motherfucker. Yeah. I, yeah. Honorable mention, man. That was definitely uh, a strong contender for me. Oh, I got some honorable mentions, baby. I got some honorable mentions, let me tell you. But Django Unchained, man, uh, it's one of the Jamie Foxx performances that I've truly loved. But the performance that I really love in this is Christoph Waltz as Dr. King Schultz. Oh, of course. And I love the way this movie starts with King Schultz, you know, kind of not rescuing him, but but liberating Django for, for his own devices and then later training him to become the bounty hunter that he is. It's irreverent. It's got so much fucking blood. Samuel Jackson is both hilarious and poignantly haunting and, and, and how he can go and become what he is towards others like him. And it's and of course Leonardo DiCaprio Ugh. in it again on Christmas Day and perfect you know, we used to have Big Willie Weekend why isn't it called why isn't it called Leo Day instead of Christmas Day because <laughs> The Revenant also came out on Christmas Day know, might still be on someone's list though I won't well but. I mean partially because a lot of these movies are like the best scripts but they're also studio films a lot of times too and so they're big movies it's also but with the best script and they're trying to get awards. And it's Oscar Beatty time. Exactly. So it's like they're trying to get the the box office, but also the awards uh, show. And obviously, we all know, I mean, just admit it, Leonardo DiCaprio is one of the best actors we have. So, you know, when he finds the right role, he goes all in. And, you know, this was a great one for him, too. And how fantastic is that scene with the KKK? <laughs> Well, fuck, then maybe next time, which oh, also gosh, yeah. which also has... I always forget about that scene for some reason in it, that movie. Th uh, that's Jonah Hill in that scene. Yes, it is. Oh, fuck, maybe next time you should get your wife to cut the fucking hole. My wife stayed up all night cutting holes in these fucking sheets. <laughs> oh, you guys gosh. are assholes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So, Jay, but it makes sense because, you know... Oh, I'm sure banter like that was actually happening. And Don Johnson is Big Daddy. Oh, fuck yeah. He is my daddy. Oh, you disgust me. Jay, what is, <laughs> what's your number two, man? Catch Me If You Can, another Leo movie. It's also my number two. Is it? Yeah. Oh, my God, big fucking Leo. Where are you going, Frank? I had nobody staring at me. Someplace exotic. Just tell me where you're going. 
Los Angeles. Hollywood. Hollywood. Rest of us really are suckers. It, this is like I watch this movie a lot. Um, I adore this movie. This is so well crafted. I love that it's a true story. It is so fun. I love the nod to Bond. I love the way Leo looked. I was so envy. I just I adored him and his and his personality. I was envious of it because I always wanted to like be as cool and suave as he was and just spontaneous. Tom Hanks is just Tom, man. He's just great. He's fantastic. Christopher Walken with tongue in cheek um, performance, which is really really strong. You know, is playing his father. Oh, and, Christopher Walken is fantastic. And being walking, you know. Two, two mice fall into uh, a bucket of cream. It's, it's beautiful. One mouse gives up and dies, while the other swims and churns that cream into butter and crawls out. As of today, I am that second mouse. Yes. <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> Only he can deliver that. But, you know, the, you know, three up-and-coming actresses that were, you know, not very famous before this movie um but, or in this movie elizabeth banks and you got jennifer garner and then also you got uh um the young amy adams it's also like an extremely interesting story like it just the story itself is interesting how this you know 16 17 year old kid got away with ta- with, with with check fraud for so long which is yes. which is it, it's it's also a product of its time where like the technology to find somebody was not there but it's also a really cool story that the reason we have so much check and balances in checking accounts and for writing checks today and most of of what they use to capture fraud comes from abignale like he comes from him yeah yeah the the actual crook because he you know he struck a deal because for some odd reason he was essentially the innovator of 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 this kind of world and he i guess was a semi-genius because he just knew and you know that kind of world and and just to say like how much me and you like this movie before we talk about you know everything about it it was it was on both of our top five spielberg lists so oh gosh yeah so yeah yeah, absolutely will be it's up there for us all right jay my we're, we're, we're up to your number one, but we should do our honorable mentions first, man. So what honorable mentions you got? Well, as I mentioned before, Django Unchained is definitely one. Secret Life of Walter Mitty. I hate that movie. Guilty Pleasure movie, for sure. I um, There's no such thing as Guilty Pleasure's movie, I, Jay. I, if you I, like the movie, you like the movie. Wear the, on your sleeve that you like a shitty movie, okay? Okay. Okay. Magnolia. <laughs> yes, I figured. I thought that would be on your list. Uh, so here's a few for me. As Good As It Gets with Jack Nicholson, a Mel Brooks movie. Absolutely love this movie. Uh, all, all about him and yeah. his OCD and his idiosyncratic routine. Eh. And I really love this movie. Also, another Jack Nicholson movie. I love The Bucket List. I'm not going to say it's a guilty pleasure, Fuck. Jake. I fucking love The yes, Bucket List. Yes, yes, Fuck. Dave, good call. Good call. That would be on mine, too. <laughs> yep. All right. Uh, do you have any other honorable um, mentions? The, the other one was The Talented Mr. Ripley, as you do not particularly like but i adore and enjoy quite a bit yeah, i'm not crazy and, about it you know it's yeah. kind of funny too i mean it's not the greatest movie but i respect it the aviator another Leo I was just movie. Say, yeah i was saying um, i wanted to run through a, this it's a it's a good movie it's here, solid it's ambitious here's how many leo movies are on, are on here catch me if you can django unchained 
The Aviator, Wolf of Wall Street, the and The Revenant, man. So he had five movies in the span of a decade that all came out on Christmas Day. The man owns the, the man owns Christmas Day. Yeah, I mean that's that's his day, man. As far as quality goes in films, no, oh, the man owns Christmas Day. Absolutely. All right, man. I, I there are so many on this on this list that like I really enjoy, but just don't make the top. Empire of the Sun, one hundred percent, absolutely love this movie. Released on Christmas Day, Christian Bale's. I actually his, never saw it. One of his first performances. Yeah. Uh, man, Spielberg it, produced Spiel, movie, right? Spielberg yeah. movie. Yep. Four Rooms, which one of them is written and directed by Quentin Tarantino. I absolutely love this nineteen ninety five anthology comedy series that they did. The Hateful Eight, another Quentin Tarantino movie that I really, really enjoy. But since I like Django more, I wanted to make sure that Django got on the list over The Hateful Eight. I I, I didn't enjoy it enough to put it on um, a top five or honorable mention list. I mean, I respected it. Um, I just was a little bit disappointed. Exactly, man. And the one that I really want to make sure that everybody knows that I still like, and I do watch it from time to time, Alien versus Predator. <laughs> it was a Christmas Day movie. I can't help it. I like it. I watch it. Okay. So it doesn't go on the list for top anything because it's not a top anything movie, but... I like it enough to say it's an honorable mention. All, All right. right. Jay, we're here. What's your number one? My man? number one is still Children of Men. I, I mentioned okay. it was on my list. It was definitely was still. I'm I mean, kind of surprised The Revenant wasn't on here because you were you were sucking bear dick that year. You were all about The Revenant when that came out. Was I? Yeah, you liked The Revenant a lot. I, I liked it a lot. I respected it a lot. But it, I mean, as far as favorites, no. Yeah, I mean, I, this is not. It's not my. It's. There's, I lo- no, there's no real rewatchability to that movie. No, I. I, not I, I. Yeah, I definitely liked the movie a lot. I mean, obviously, I mean, I respected it. I mean, I thought it was great. It just. It just matters but how much you want to see Leo grunting for two hours. Well, you know? I mean, it's 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 just not that kind of movie. Exactly. It's just not. I mean, in this movie, uh, Children of Men. Ooh, that yeah, has I mean, some rewatchability. I, they're, yeah. They're, yeah, which is kind of surprising because you wouldn't think that initially. Well, no, there's just but so there much. Really is because there's so much emotional lighter, so much depth to it. It's just so yeah. well directed. When, I mean, my God, like the the bleakness of the movie and the story is there. But there's but, also a ton of nuance to catch in in scenes a as ton, well. A ton, and it pulls you through, and you're completely engaged throughout the whole film. Uh, from start to finish, and it's not just because of his, a lot of the long takes or whatever, but it's but it also is just the world building, the production values, and also uh, the 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 acting. I mean, the, the characters are fantastic, um, and seeing um, just how this could one day be, just put that in perspective of how the world would act and be like if this was a thing, and what, if this was an issue that nobody could have babies anymore what would happen um what he portrayed i definitely could see happening um especially with this you know day and age and how seeing you know seeing how things are occurring in our world now um if something of this magnitude happened i can definitely see how something of this magnitude in the movie portrayed would happen in the real world yeah i i just can that's what i it really is. can it, it, it feels like a possibility of our world you know 20 to 30 years from now yes 
very possible. All right, Jay, you ready for my number one? Absolutely. Jay, my number one Christmas movie released on Christmas Day. I was going to say, re-edit that one. <laughs> it's Batman Mask of the Phantasm. I, I give you credit. Everybody knows my love for Mask of the fucking Phantasm, man. I love this movie so fucking much. It is my quintessential Batman. It is, you know, Kevin Conroy is Batman to me. That's the voice of Batman I hear when I read the comics. Mark Hamill is the Joker when I read the comics. It is just so well done. It's a perfect Batman story. It fits in so many elements of the Batman lore into it. Uh, it. It acts as an origin story for Batman, but it also acts as a tale that exists for Batman years into his career. It brings back echoes of Batman's past uh, into haunting future. I fucking love this movie there's an air of mystery to it and everything is firing on all cylinders in this i is just yeah. my favorite batman movie ever made it's 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 such a good movie it really really is i definitely did not catch that when i was doing my research for this list um and in 1993 i saw it in the movie theaters thanks mom for taking me i loved batman the animated series there was no way i wasn't gonna go jay i would have set the christmas tree on fire while my family was fighting the fire i would have walked out of the house and walked to the movie theaters to watch it that's how much i liked batman the animated (laughs) series when i was fucking eight or nine years old (laughs) but i fucking love that movie dude it's just so well fucking done i can't i can't talk about it enough like it it is on like a rotation of movies that I watch on the regular. Like there's a handful of movies that I can watch like on the regular. Right. And it and it makes it in there. Like Jurassic Park's in there. Uh a handful of the Star Wars are in there. Ghostbusters in there. Mask of the Phantasm is in there. Right up there with with classics for me cuz that's how much I fucking love it. I can't express that enough. It's a great movie. I mean, it really is. It just hits on all I, the notes that I are right for Batman. I can't express myself all over it enough, Jay. <laughs> uh, I know. I know. It's 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 something that was a fun travel for you to go in there and 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 see it a couple uh, a couple months ago, almost a year ago. But for me, if they would just make a Look, live action Batman movie like that, like that, I hope they do. People would fucking love it because as much as I liked it, actually, I really, I, I loved it. I, I did, but you um, did say you liked uh, Red Hood better. I think I did. Yeah, I think I did, which is okay. Um, but um, I, I, I again, animation. I, I, I just emotionally, I can't get in. in I can't get into it. It's like going to school. I can't get into school. <laughs> I've it's my my brain just automatically just shuts off. That's like, why you get that's why you get that's why you get animation for your movie homework assignments because yeah. it's like homework Fuck. for you. Yeah. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> so there are a ton of movies released on Christmas Day. We named a bunch of them in our honorable mentions. But a lot of interesting choices. Yeah, huh? If there's anything that you think we missed that was uh, that was released on Christmas Day that you love that wasn't on our list but should have been. 
Put it in the comments below, guys. And again, huge fucking thank you to you guys for supporting huge. us on Patreon. Love you guys so much. And and uh, just I I don't know why you you like us enough. Yeah. To to I mean a few of you I know why you like. Yeah. Us let's, let's let's get deep in this, Dave. Well, let's you, just let's well, just I express mean, ourselves I mean, here. A few. Uh, one of them for sure is related to me. <laughs> <laughs> Another one of them is a co-host of the show. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, relax. It's okay. I'm don't, a, don't, don't, don't let the cat out of the bag too much. I'm a, I'm, I'm a patron of our own Patreon. <laughs> I had to set up a separate account so I could. <laughs> oh my god. Well, I mean, if 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 you're just trying to get the numbers up, yeah. No, if the whole point is to grow the show, then I should be putting in something of my own to grow the show. I mean, that's yeah. that was my thought process behind it. So if, if that's the sure. point of it, but then the rest of the people, other than the the two hosts of the show and the person who's related to us, why are you doing this? And I love you so much for doing yes. it. And we really, really do appreciate it. We love you guys so much. Look, I we just hope that you really genuinely um, understand and realize that we do have a big passion for what we're doing. We love what we're talking about. We love doing it together. We one of love us. That one of, you guys. One of us does. Well. One Dave, of us, one of Dave us might not of, so much because of all the work he has to put into it. <laughs> no, no, I'm, that's what I'm saying. That's the passion. That's the fact, well, oh, the fact yes, that I do yes, it week yes. in and week out is the passion, yes. sir. <laughs> well, you're the one that has everything Dave, to prove. Yeah. <laughs> As I've said before, you guys know Dave is is the fucking podcast. Yeah, he does all the work. Um, I uh, you know, love doing this. It is so much fun. I really do. Um, you know, it, it is just it's just fucking crazy to me. I I just I still can't believe that we're still doing this, Dave. It's it's amazing. I love it. So, guys, again, thank you very much for your support to us, and we will see you guys next month when I will be back with another name that theme in eight bit. I got two hosts of other podcasts who are going to be joining me, and they. Battle. And they are going to be doing 90s cartoon themes. That's going to be our name that theme in 8 Bits. 90s cartoons. Good which, luck, boys. Which is why Jay can't do it because no, he didn't watch cartoons. I, I pretty much can't do anything else. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see you next month with that. Cheers. Cheers.